following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down! Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Network's Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Oh, yes, it's Saturday morning, and it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and we'd like to welcome all of you to the show this morning, and it's going to be, Dan, it's going to be one of those weekends, you know, I think our luck has run out on cool temperatures. It's beginning to get toasty. I think uh, it's going to get... It's not in the hundreds yet, it's just toasty. It's going to get uh, a little hot, a little hot and I've got, uh, I've got a dial in to our good friend... Uh, Larry Thompson from uh, Quality Systems, and um, I'm going to be blessed Tuesday with my new unit. You'll be able to really chill out at home now. Yeah, see, there you go. Absolutely, we're going to chill out, that's for sure. I wonder how our friend in the field is doing, because he's probably running around, you know, it's getting get hot here, and uh, I think we should check in on him before these 100-degree temperatures, I think, are going to hit tomorrow. What's the weather like out there? It's hot. Damn hot. Real hot. Hot in this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. Little crotch pot cooking. It's damn hot. You can be a little thing. I saw it so damn hot. I saw one of those little guys in the orange robe burst into flames. It's that hot. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know what? That's what I'm talking about. It's, it's <laughs> I, getting hot and we're in... I, <laughs> The, the cool temperatures are a thing of the past. Every time I hear that, the first thing that comes to my mind when he says crotch pot cooking is Franks and beans. Right? Oh. 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 <laughs> Franks and beans? Where did that come from? Crotch pot cooking. Oh, well, okay. I'm trying okay. to be a little I, bit I, nice I, with I, my I, language. I, I get it. I get okay. it. Okay. I was going right. to say, you're a guy. You should know that. I get yeah, it. Well, you I know the it. beans are good when you can hear them, right? Yeah, right. Okay, Dan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyway, for those of you who have just joined us, uh, we're here every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m., and we bring you, despite what you've just heard, we bring you the finest information in home improvement and you need a little new humor technology. When it comes but, to home improvement. Well, you know, a little humor, your coffee, and then some great information. I mean, that's, that's what it is. And a few Danisms along the way. Yes. You know, because Dan, our good friend Dan Hayden here, who is uh, my co host and uh, owner of DEC Inspections, the the finest and best home improvement company in the Valley. <laughs> Along with the beautiful and talented, and don't say it, Robin, Robin Cote. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what do you want, Steve? I have to. All right. I have to. They expect that by now. All right. All right. Well, you know, the cra- give them what they want. You know, the crowd is lively. Woo-hoo! And Homer's excited because it's getting hot, and we're going to be talking about something that's actually really cool. And I'm not talking about the weather. We're going to be talking about tankless water heating systems for your house today because we've got some great great guests in the house. But, Dan, I want to touch base with you because Dan and I were involved in, in, a, um, <laughs> in a, an extensive uh, home inspection um, starting on Monday. And, you know, Monday was a holiday, but, you know... Um, Dan and I were hard at work over in Paradise Valley looking at a house that needed a home inspection. Man, it was 10,900 square feet. Yes, that was, that was pretty big. That's yeah. like a resort. Yeah, it was like yeah. a resort. It was like a commercial building in my estimation. Yeah. You just, you, know, just, uh, you just walk it and just take the major systems and work your way down to the, to the faucets, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. But there was a lot of different things that are going on in that house. For, and plus, to top it all off, Dan, you know, besides everything that you could find in the house, that, you know, it was in a floodplain. Okay? And the, the way the water, and, and basically what I was told, that every home in that area, the 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 yards, and I'm talking about yard, we were talking, we were talking with one of the guys, the backyard is so big, and it's got a grassy area right outside the, the uh, patio, that if I could take, I could take it and make it a short par three. Mm-hmm. And put it and put the green right at the end of the the yard. I mean, oh, yeah, I mean the grassy. I knoll. mean, it was at least a, a hundred yards down to the end of the, the end of the lot. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. it's a big have, lot. They got to have a maintenance crew for that because if I own that place, yeah. I sure wouldn't oh, want yeah, to be out there. Well, that's why they yeah. have the casita so you could stay uh, on site. That's okay. right. See, I mean, okay. they had they thought of everything. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, that's so a lot of yeah, but the footage. theater in the basement was amazing. The theater in the basement was pretty cool. Sixteen mm-hmm. chairs, so it's like a a, a mini theater, and um, the screen was quite large. In fact, it was bigger than my old screen over at the compound. I mean, it was big. It's about the size of the one here. Yeah, at, the media uh, wall. Yeah. Oh, so that one's like an eighty-three oh, yeah. inch up there. Oh yeah. No, yeah. but I'm talking wow. about the whole media wall was really? one screen. Wow. It was huge. Dude, that would be awesome to catch yeah. some playoff games on that, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, and... Um, or your Star Trek movies. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go Here figure. the spaceship coming right at you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> okay. But uh, anyway, but Dan, so any, any highlights before we get into our topic on tankless water heaters today that you'd like to share about that house? That you felt was very interesting? Did, I'm sure you didn't find any gold or, no. or dead bodies or no. money. No, so, not this time. Not this time. <laughs> what what kind of things did you find on what was the age of the home to start with? The age of the home is about 10 years old. Okay. And uh, some of the interesting things were actually outside because of the way the doors open up at the patio and take the inside outside. Oh, it, yeah. It was fabulous. And then plus they were all motorized. Oh, yeah. Most of the, all the big ones were motorized. Right. Yeah. Because I can't see a human being trying to move those big puppies. No, <laughs> no, but it was at least they were at least a twelve foot opening, wow, and they were eight foot doors. So this is like a party house. Oh yeah, I mean, in all the windows in the dining room area and off to off to the side where there was like a a curved wall, all the win- they were like several uh, paneled sections of glass with that are all that were all connected, and there was no beam. That's right. So it's a complete panoramic view of like the backyard. Wow. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I can imagine the uh, showers in this house were pretty exquisite. Which one? Yeah, well, you know, how, how many there how many were? Bathrooms, how many? 11. 11 bathrooms, 8 bedrooms. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. what? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You, you know that is set up for a party because when you have more bathrooms than you have bedrooms, that just means that there's going to no, be no waiting in line. So there's definitely Well, yeah, and, and also if it's late at night and people are like passed out, they don't have to go home or there's plenty of bathrooms to go plenty of well, bathrooms exactly. and bedrooms. See, there's two water closets for those other things, you know? Just, you know, take Doing, care of business and wash. Doing your business, yep. <laughs> Doing your business. And but uh yeah, <laughs> The whole house had good functional flow, I must say. Well, yeah, well, that's good. That's good, considering it was, I thought the home was a little bit older, but yeah, maybe because of, it looked like it was a little dated, <laughs> you know, and it's I'm got, glad I don't comment on cosmetics. Well, well you know, that's <laughs> kind of one of the things that we talk about when remodeling, because, you know, when you walk into a home, that's some of the things that people will see 
when they look at it, you know, they're looking at, okay, well, not to mention the decor, which is just, you know, like a side comment, but, you know, what, how well does it look despite the age? And That's this right. home was very well kept despite the age of it. I mean, and uh, the, the island in the middle of the, you know, in the middle of the kitchen. That was a continent. It was a continent. Yes, it was a <laughs> continent. It was huge. And it was a wood, solid wood top. It wasn't, it wasn't granite. It wasn't quartz. It was wood. And it was, it was beautiful. So it's like yeah, a it's cutting good. board top. Almost. But, wow. but, but a continent. I mean, it was used when dances continent. I mean, get the idea. It was, it was almost ten, Almost uh, nine by ten. So it's like an Easy. extra dining table. Extra? Oh my God! You could have a you could you could have a feast. You could you could land aircraft on it. Yeah, that's right. But those are kind of cool when you do like banquet type suppers yeah. for people. You know, serve yourself, put all that stuff in the middle thing. Everyone brings in their potluck stuff and just stick it on there, and you all go around. No one has to serve you. Serve yourself. Well, that's and, that's and the nice thing is there's um, a sink in the middle of that, so anything you need to wash up, just splash on over. Wow. We need to go party at this house. Well, we have to well, we have to get the new owner to buy it first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right. I got gotcha. Get him to buy it first cuz Dan sent the report over and Dan Dan has been working day and night for 3 days <laughs> trying know. to get trying to get that Jeez. done. That poor guy didn't get much sleep last night either. No, He's kind of he like was, roaming in that? here this yeah. morning, yeah. right? What's that? Has, more caffeine, please. More caffeine. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get, you know, one of the things I want to, you know, we're going to go to break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking with uh, the owner of D. Miguel, Tony D. Miguel and Sons Plumbing and Heating. We're going to be talking with him, and we're also going to be talking with Marty Hatley, who is actually the manufacturer's rep for Renai, tankless water heating system. So we've got a great discussion coming your way, and um, despite we're talking about hot water, it's going to be a cool topic, so don't go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. 
celebrity voice impersonated. Hi, this is your former president. I told my Arkansas girlfriend she was painting her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. Have you ever started a project on your home by yourself and it turned out worse than my presidency? Sometimes you need to call in a professional, especially when that professional is affordable and can fix everything. Call Image Home Improvement 623-580-0901 or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. Let the pros make everything look beautiful. Call Image Home Improvement or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. I thought a hot tub was a stolen bathroom fixture. I'm Krista Guerin from HGTV's Flip It to Win It. If you're purchasing a home to live in or to flip, you need to know everything about it. Get to know your home through the professionals on Image Home Improvement Live every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. on Star Worldwide Networks. All right, we are back, and you're tuned in to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. You know, and Dan, you know, it's, it's uh, God, can you believe it's June 1st? Yeah, that crept up on us. Where did that come from? Well, actually, it, 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 it's a surpriser because it's been so nice so long. Right. And then now it finally gets hot, and it's like, oh, well, that's you know, June already. We, we were spoiled last weekend with Memorial Day. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were, I was outside with the neighbors, you know, sitting out there, just relaxing. It was cool, the breeze. And we were out there in the after, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was like we were, you know, uh, back east up north when the weather was good. They haven't yeah. had much good weather up there lately. But you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it, wasn't, it wasn't hot at all. But, no. you know, now we're getting into what, you know, the uh, southwest and Phoenix area is Especially during the summer, it's going to be hot and toasty. Hot so, and toasty yeah. and dry heat. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, we want to get into our discussion, and I'd like to introduce for the very first time uh, Tony D. Miguel and his company, Tony D. Miguel and Sons Plumbing and Heating. And Tony, thanks for being on the show. Nice, and thanks for the time at the house, guys. Uh, that was a big house and a lot of hot water. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was pretty big. And Tony actually came in and um, went through all the plumbing things that are uh, in the house, which is uh, you know on one of Dan's uh, hot list. <laughs> and because he has all these things, you have to check. What kind of things do you? First of all, before we get started with the house, tell our listeners a little bit about your company. Uh, this company, Demigel Plumbing, was founded by my grandpa in Flagstaff, Arizona, in 1949. So we've been plumbing in Arizona for over 70 years. So typically when we go into a house, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to look in places that you normally won't look, like under vanities. We get up in the attic. We check all the plumbing. We look in the mechanical closets. Um, the first issue I found, it was a loose RO spout in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I, saw you, I saw you grab it and kind of like, it was like, oh document this this is bad right and then we do flow test we run water we get the flashlight under there we look around the house and just look for we flush toilets uh we rock the toilet back and forth we just want to make sure that the plumbing is going to work yeah and that's pretty crazy now one of the things that we tony and i were walking around the house and um that we opened up the mechanical closet and i'm looking like okay there's two air handler units on the left side and then there's the hot water heater on the right side you had the first the the first thing I said was, how do you get it out if you have to replace it because the opening is too small? Well, we'd have to take out the air handler. Yeah. have to call an AC contractor to do all the metal work to remove the air handler to take that dinosaur out of there. Yeah. 100-gallon, Bradford gallon, White. It was huge. And it's out you, of got, you got two choices. Take out the air conditioners or widen that door all the way down to the corner of the house. That was your choices. Or cut the water heater in half. 
Or he cut the ward. Yeah, that's right. It's called, cut it up. You know, solved with uh, sawzall. Yeah, get a sawzall or a really good yeah. cutting disc. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty crazy. Well, those traditional tanks are just massive. And Oh, yeah. You know, I don't understand how they would build the mechanical closet and not have enough room to actually take the water heater out. They built it around it. Well, yeah. I mean, they had to put the hot water heater in first and then put the mm-hmm. air handlers in. That's right. It's the only way they could have done it. Could you imagine the wrestling match that that other guy had putting that other water heater in the guest garage? Who, who, who do you think went first, the uh, water heater or the mechanical guys? It's like... The, well, yeah. Well, the, obviously the water heater, water heater went in had first. to go in first. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, but that was that was pretty crazy. But think about this, okay? You know, uh, everybody <laughs> has different stories, and some are horror, horror, horror stories about water heaters that go bad. Because some of them, you know, I've had some that you know may last four years, other last maybe eight years or, or two years, or, and the bottom yeah, leaks. And the bottom leaks, and then you're thinking about this, and I'm like, <laughs> you know. That's why it's always good. Some of these older homes, they don't have any pans underneath the hot water heater. They're sitting right on top of a platform that's drywall, and there's no pan there. So It's in the center of the house, and you have nothing but mold. Right. When it starts <laughs> to leak, you, you run into these massive problems. And uh, unless, of course, you know, if it's in the garage, I mean, like being a contractor, I go out through and I walk past this the hot water heater. It's in the house that I bought, and... I always, when I always glance down, I always look at the base as I'm walking past it because if I see any water leakage there, I know the pan or just, you know, just an observation. So I mm-hmm. tell people all along walk around your house, look at the things that are part of your house at least every 30 days. You never know. Absolutely. That little walk around could yep. save you thousands of dollars. Sure. Yeah, like if you got the, what we call the TPNR. How many water heaters? What was there? Four? I think a couple hundred gallons. Yeah, there's four. Four water heaters. That's a lot of yeah, hot water. Four hot yeah. water heaters in this house. And if you see a, some water coming out of a pipe at the side of the house, call. Yeah. <laughs> That's how others do it. Don't mess around thinking, oh, it'll stop. Well, yeah, it'll stop once it starts flooding through the house. Yeah, because it, it's that's crazy. A TP, especially with a TPR, that is the precursor to a rupture. And The TMP, is that what you're discussing? Yeah. yeah, never plug the TMP. I've seen it. Yeah. I have seen it capped. That's going to be a bomb. Yeah, it's going to be a bomb. That's right. See, the last time I actually saw somebody do it on purpose was Mythbusters. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Where they actually blew it up and went through two stories of a house. Well, yeah. Well, the one we had, you know, the story we talk about occasionally is the one that took off like a rocket. I think, oh, I think up in I, the corner? Elon Musk must have been here trying to do some test flights <laughs> on a hot water heater to see if he could reach, you know, orbit. Yeah. Because the thing went through that roof and landed three blocks away. And it was amazing because a homeowner thought he could act as a plumber. If one of those water heaters went out, like, for instance, the 100-gallon, do you know what that water would do to that house? It would destroy that house. Yeah. That's a lot of water to leak. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's definitely it, crazy. It, the water would definitely go into the main house, and it would ruin the floors, the walls. It would be devastating if one of those water heaters leaked. And where yeah. it's at is one of the most expensive areas in the house. I'm not going to say what all's there, but there was some serious coin at that end of the house. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, that much electronics, please. And, and that's, <laughs> re- that's really why tankless water heaters are just, it's the way of the future. We're seeing a huge demand on people that want tankless water heaters. Right. 
Right. And I think that's about the, the cue that we should bring into the conversation. Marty Hatley from um, Bobier Sales. Yeah, we're the factory reps uh, for Renai tankless water heaters in the state of Arizona. Wait. Well, tell us a little bit, because, you know, Tony had said, obviously, some people who maybe have heard the term but do not understand what, what the difference is. Can you explain to them exactly some of the advantages of a tankless water heater over a standard uh, regular water heater? Uh, sure. It's, um, we've been doing this since about 2006 in this mark in the state of Arizona. And our first year, we did about 300 tankless water heaters uh, in 2006. And we were all high-fiving each other, and uh, we thought that was great. And uh, th- that, this whole segment is growing so fast. We're going to do about 10,000 Renai water heaters in the state of Arizona this year. And um, th- they're catching on. Uh, the technology has really been around for a long time. It's been around for about 40 years. Uh, it originated in Japan. and uh, it Then it went to Germany because I remember having tankless when I was stationed in Germany. Uh, yes, and and it went all over Europe. Those were junk, as they called them, junkers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> junkers. Yeah, and so the technology is really growing, and um, and it makes sense. And here's why it makes sense. Uh, you know, the house you're talking about in Paradise Valley um, mm. is a is a prime example. It's a kind of an extreme example, uh, but the same logic can be used. You know, in a with a house that had a 50 gallon water heater in it. So we all know how a 50 gal how a tank water heater works. There's a the cold water comes into the top. And there's a dip tube, and it puts a coldest water down on the bottom of the heater where the burner assemblies are. And the burner assemblies heat up the water, and through this process called stratification, the hottest water is at the top of the tank. So when you open up your faucet, the cold water is pushing the hot water out of the top of the tank. So when you're in the shower, uh, that's why you have to adjust it hotter and a little bit hotter and a little bit hotter because you're blending all of that cold water into that tank. Eventually, that tank is cold, and that's when it's time to get out of the shower, and uh, you can't do anything else. You can't do uh, laundry or run the dishwasher because you have to wait you know, 30 or 45 minutes for that, for that tank to heat back up. Well, a tankless water heater doesn't work like that at all. Uh, the cold water comes into the tankless water heater, and there's a water flow servo valve that 100 times per second, it's calculating what's my incoming water temperature, how many gallons of water are running through me, and what, how hot do I have to heat the water based on what the controller is set at? Then as that water passes through the heat exchanger, there's only two quarts of water inside of that tankless water heater at any given time. So we heat the water in, that, in the heat exchanger, and we guarantee plus or minus two degrees of what the controller is set at, that that's the temperature that will come out of the bottom of the water heater. So once it, the only thing that causes it to turn on is flow. Once it senses flow, it takes three to five seconds for it to fire and be producing plus or minus two degrees of what the controller set at. Mm-hmm. Then from that point on, it produces hot water. It doesn't matter if you are washing your hands for five minutes or you're in the shower for 20 minutes or you do back-to-back loads of laundry, take multiple showers, you're always going to have hot water. So that's the primary reason why people buy a tankless water heater is you never run out of hot you have water. constant hot water without the layering. Exactly. The, the, the change of hot, cold, I'm making some more hot now, just wait a second, versus constant hot water. Yeah. And to me, the beauty of the thing is, is uh, you actually have a set temperature and it doesn't go away like the tanks because so many times I'll measure the temperature coming out of the tank water heaters in, in the valley I'll have 150 degrees. 
Now, for an, for an adult or a young child at the hand wash sink, that can scald. Absolutely. That can cause scalding in skin, and that's, that's not good. Yeah, at 140 degrees, I think it takes eight seconds of exposure to do damage to your skin. Mm -hmm. And so controlling the outgoing temperature is really important to us. And, um, and we, our technology focuses really well on that. That's why we can give a guarantee that we guarantee plus or minus two degrees of, of what temperature water will come out of that well, that's of the heater. Um, so that's the, that's, the, that's the first benefit we like to talk about with, with homeowners is you're never going to run out of hot water. The next benefit we like to talk about is the energy efficiency of them. And energy efficiency is a term that gets thrown around quite a bit. And it gets people confused if it's used too much. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and so just a really simple uh, thing about energy efficiency. Energy efficiency is just measuring how many, how, how many BTUs am I supplying right now, and what's my exhaust temperature? Because the difference between those is how efficient something is. So just an example, our water heater is 96% efficient. So what that means, if you're spending $100 to heat water, $96 is heating water, and only $4 is going out through the vent in the form mm -hmm. of waste heat. Now, if you go to a tank-type water heater, a tank-type water heater is only 65% efficient, and that's right out of the box yeah, when it's brand, brand new. new. That's not 10 years down the line, and you can hear the popcorn popping in it. No. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right out of the box. And so what that means is $65 of your $100 is heating water. $35 is going right through the, that B vent. That's why that B vent is so stinking hot. If you touch All that, it will burn. You know, it will really burn you. Mm -hmm. so, um, so right there, just in that, with that alone, we um, is energy. That's our energy efficiency, and that's money that you're saving. The other thing to talk about in, in when you're talking about energy efficiency is when you came down uh, here to the studio today, you didn't leave your car running, so it would be nice and cool when you decided to leave today. You mean like the truck sitting next to me was? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Most people turn their vehicle off and they, you know, and they go do what they're going to do. If you have a tank-type water heater, it doesn't know if you're at the movies or it doesn't know if you're on vacation or what you're doing. It's looking for a 20-degree temperature drop. So when that temperature drops 20 degrees in that tank, it kicks back on. And in this case in Paradise Valley, you're keeping 100 gallons of water at 120 or 130 degrees. Plus, plus a couple other tanks. Right. 24-7, <laughs> 365. So with a tank-type water heater, like I said earlier, the only thing that causes it to turn on is flow. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you're only paying to heat the water that you're using. So if you come home from work today, uh, your water heater's been off all day. When you go to the kitchen sink to wash your hands and you open the faucet, it senses flow. It takes three to five seconds for it to be producing hot water. And um, the, the other benefit is it modulates. So you're, it modulates to exactly the BTUs that you need based off of the flow. Okay. So it's like we said earlier, um, uh, how it works is there's a, a, a valve in there that's sensing 100. It's a digital valve, 100 times per second. It's sensing what's my flow, what's my incoming water temperature, how hot do I need to heat it up to. And it modulates to exactly that many BTUs. So when we're talking to, to people about it, we like to, we like to use the example of your car. So when your car is not on, 
It's not using any energy. But when you start it up, it's idling. Now you're mm-hmm. using energy. How far you drive and how fast you drive determines how much gas you use. Right. That's exactly what it is with a tankless water heater. That's right. So it's, no, that's a, great, that's a great analogy. But we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about if you are interested in this sounds very good to you and something you want to actually you know, look into, obviously we're going to be talking with the guys and see what it takes to do that type of remodel in your house and make the change from a, you know, a traditional water heater to a tankless water heater. So don't go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here. As they say, and Dan, it sounds like with the guys here, we're heating up. Yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're heating up and saving some money. There you go. All right, don't go away. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Sun, rain, and wind. Rightway Roofing knows Arizona and what it can do to your roof. From minor repairs to complete replacement, we've got you covered. Our state-of-the-art materials are designed to stand up to whatever Arizona dishes out. We offer a 15 to 30-year warranty depending on your roof, so you know it's done right. Rightway Roofing. Call or go online now for your free estimate. Rightway Roofing. There's only one way, the right way. Rightway Roofing. In the East Valley, call 480-232-5458. In the West Valley, 602-299-8851. Or go to azroof.com. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended. Those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you are tuned in to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Saturday morning, right on Star Worldwide Networks. And um, again, Dan, another beautiful morning. Yes, a great day to talk about how to get your hot water here. Hot. How do you how okay? to get how to get in the right kind of hot water? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you think about it too, because a lot of people, you know, and I'm sure Tony, you've seen this all the time, where you think about hot water heaters that you've walked into and you wonder how they're still working. I mean, one, in fact, Dan and I looked at at this house, did an inspection, and this was typical um, homeowner who decided that he thought he knew how to do home improvement. So he decided that, you know, obviously code says you have to have it on a platform 18 inches off the ground. Well, this guy decided he was going to try and Mickey Mouse it, so to speak, and he used a fiberglass milk Milk crate. crate. Yeah. And he set it on top. Okay, and when Dan and I got there, all of a sudden we're looking at it, and literally the weight of the hot water heater was just collapsing 
this fiberglass milk cart, and it looked like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It was like it was yeah, in the it, hallway peeking out at us going, I'm here. Right. I mean, it was crazy. Because <laughs> you think about it. it, it was, was it gas or electric? It, it, was, it was electric. It was electric. Wow, thank God it wasn't gas. Yeah. Can you imagine that thing fell off the wall and opened the gas Oh, line? my God. That would have been disastrous. Dangerous. But you think about this. One of the things that uh, with a tankless hot water heater system, you you obviously it's going to take up less space than a big forty or fifty gallon you know hot water heater. You don't need that uh, pedestal in, yeah. the, in the garage. You can get rid of that. Yeah, have you can do that if for, you want. Have more room for camping gear or yeah. whatever have, luggage. Yeah. yeah, golf clubs. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. And just think about all the money you're going to save. Yeah, think about this. Uh, right. Not only that, think how much water you save because of because typically in the valley people have to run, 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 and that's quite a few gallons every day. And what was about to fill a, a swimming pool every year just with pre-water? And, Dan, you'll love this. The cool thing about Renai, they've gone, they're really doing great because they have an internal pump now. Do you know how when you go to the far fixture in some homes, you have to sit there for minutes, maybe five, ten minutes, waiting for the water to get hot? The cool thing about the Sensei RURs, they have a pump that's built into them so you won't have to wait for hot water. It'll be instant. Now, I know of a house that was many years ago up in uh, Payson. And uh, it, was, it was only about 7,000 square feet. But by the time you got uphill to the guest house, there was no water coming out, period. Wow. They had not calculated the, the, the pipes for the uphill and for the drain and, and to be able to produce water. No yeah. less getting hot water. That was a whole other world. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about, okay, let's talk about a conversion. What, is, what, what do we need to do in our home if we're going to convert from standard hot water heater to tankless? Well, the nice thing about Renai is we can use the existing half-inch gas line now, so we don't have to worry about bringing in a bigger gas line. Um, basically, we just yank the tank, and we, right. we put the tankless water heater on the wall. And we can use the vent with PVC. We can vent now with PVC. Um, so the install time is really not that bad. Um, so what about, but what about, okay, so you, what about if the existing hot water heater does, it's an electric and it doesn't have gas? If that doesn't have gas, um, they do make some electric tankless water heaters. I'm not a fan of electric tankless. I've not seen okay. the efficiency I'm yet. Myself. I'm not a fan. So you have to. So a prerequisite is you. Ha- it should be gas or propane or we're, propane. We're seeing a lot of houses in the surrounding uh, towns of Phoenix, like Wickenburg, Rio Verde, Cave Creek, Carefree, where we bring in propane for hot water heating. Okay, and then also, what are any electrical? requirements that you need to maybe possibly add now when you install a tankless water heater we do run uh, on electricity but we convert it all to low voltage so just a standard 115 volt outlet will do we'll do it when we're running we're only running on 1.6 amps so we're hardly using any electricity it's all low voltage just to run the electronics inside of the unit and no you can't use your doorbell transformer no but, <laughs> but very good like, like you can for your ring doorbell no but, yeah, yeah right but you can use alexa because these are wi-fi and they have a control r so you can set your run times from your smartphone 
That's better than the old-fashioned electric timer on electric water heater. That's right. Where it's a guesstimator, not an actual timer. So, so, oh, so Dan, <laughs> didn't you have fun, like, fun yeah. with the dial and setting the pins? I mean, that was oh, always yeah. a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. When you're inspecting, you open the thing and the whole thing falls out. Oh, that's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. But, um, Marty, tell us, what about the, what kind of warranties does the uh, Renai unit have when you install it? Yeah, Renai Tankless Water Heaters has one of the best uh, warranties in the business. Uh, first of all, we have a 15-year warranty on our heat exchanger. That's the hardest working thing inside your water heater. All the water runs through it, all the heat's applied to it. So it's the hardest working part of your water heater. So we have a 15-year warranty on that. The other thing to talk about with warranty is every component is replaceable. So if you have a tank-type water heater and it leaks, there's nothing you can do but replace the whole thing. Right. And so, use it as a flower bed out and back. <laughs> right. Cut, cut, right. cut a square hole and use it for a flower, yeah. flower right. bed. Yeah, there's 8 million tank-type water heaters a year that are put into landfills. So it's just, oh, um, yeah. it, it just an uh, astronomical amount of, of tank water heaters that uh, are gone through every year in the United States. But with our product, you know, and just talking about our warranties, we have a 15-year warranty on the heat exchanger. We have a 5-year warranty on all the parts. So if... if any component breaks, Renai is going to cover it for the first five years. Um, the next element of our warranty is we have a five-year labor warranty. So if you register your unit once it's installed with Renai, uh, Renai will give you a five-year labor warranty. So I don't think there's any other product that you can put in your house and not pay a bunch of money for it to get a five-year labor warranty oh, on yeah, it. Absolutely. And so that comes right out of the box with our product. So we have a very uh, generous warranty. We design our water heaters to last 20 years. That's our design criteria when we're, when we're designing water heaters. Um, so we feel like we have one of the best uh, water heater warranties in the industry. It's better than a six-year warranty on a traditional water heater. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because it, well, the traditional water heaters last just an extra two months past the, past the warranty, okay. and then they start springing the leak. And um, one of the things, just to give the, the listeners a, a, an idea, is a, a tankless water heater is about the size of a carry-on suitcase. So that, you know, spatially, that's about how big it is. Um, and uh, on all of the components, um, we, the retail price on, like, a heat exchanger is about two hundred dollars. So if a component breaks, most components are forty or between forty and sixty dollars. So um, even after your um, your five year warranty expires on your parts, the you never have the big capital expenditure to buy a whole nother water heater. You can just buy just those component just parts components. that you need to uh, to replace those. Um, Renai has a twenty four seven three sixty five tech support. So um, if we know something is broken, we can uh, UPS it out. By, if we know by 4 o'clock today, we can mm-hmm. UPS it out of our factory, and they can, the, the contractor can have it the next morning. Yeah, well, that, well, that's good. Um, if you decide to install the Renai, yeah. Steve and Dan, it's, it's always good to get a qualified contractor. Um, a lot of times, um, 80% of the problems are the way these things get installed. So it, you have to get an authorized dealer or a licensed plumbing contractor that knows what they're doing. Yeah, don't just let a Melvin do it. No, 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 no Melvin's on this job. No handy andies. No. It's, it's good to go onto the Renai website, and there's a list of qualified contractors that know what they're doing. You know, so let's talk a little bit about, for instance, okay, um, 
size of Renai units versus size of the house. The number of fixtures there. versus the, okay. the size they recommend. Okay, so for instance, okay, are there, and I'm trying to be, you know, Joe homeowner here, is there, <laughs> is there multiple sizes of Renai units yeah. depending on the size of the house? There are. And how many would you put in that house that Dan and I talked about <laughs> that uh, Tony and in inspected? PV? And there was four, yeah, there were four units. That would be definitely an RUR199, and those things can crank out 9.8 gallons per minute, so just under 10 gallons per minute. Okay. Yeah. And then we can go down to the smaller units uh, that don't have the pumps for, like, small homes in Central Phoenix in the historic districts. I think we can get RU130s. Is that right? It, right. Yeah. Um, when, we're sizing, when we're sizing for houses, we look at the load. So we look at how many bathrooms they have in the house, and we look at, um, you know, what, what, the, what the hot water fixtures are. So if you have a a three, a two and a half bath house or a three bath house. That's pretty. That's probably eighty five percent of the houses in the yeah. valley here. Plus, plus the washer. Yeah, yeah. We look at the wash machine. We look at the dishwasher, and um, and we look at the at the master shower. We make sure that they haven't added body sprays and multiple heads, multiple valves. So we look at the we look at the total demand, and then, um, uh, like Tony was saying, in they can produce 9.8 gallons a minute. That's at a 35-degree rise. So in the summertime here, when our groundwater temperatures are 85, <laughs> you know, 90 degrees, you know, you're going to get 9.8 gallons a minute out of our biggest unit. But what we look at when we're sizing is really our worst-case scenario in January when our groundwater temperature gets down to about 60 degrees, and I have to heat the water uh, 60 degrees to yeah. get it up to 120. So at that point, uh, our biggest unit will produce 6.3 gallons a minute. And just to give uh, you an idea of how much that is, a standard shower head, when, you're, when you turn uh, your, your shower head on, you're using about 1.5 gallons of true hot water because you use about 70% hot, 30% cold to get to a nice blended shower temperature. Yeah, because most people, they like their showers in the low 90s. It, yeah, um, I think the national average is, is women like to shower about 108 degrees and men shower about 104 degrees. Hmm. Wait so, a minute, that's, that, wait, that's even hotter than the setting, the normal setting for a spa temperature. Well, the th- spa temperatures were like 103. It, right. The, the thing that in a shower you have to calculate is the distance from the shower head to your body. Because the water's flowing through the air and it's reducing yeah, and it'll that cool temperature. With the air. And yeah, how, yeah. how aerated the spray is. It, right, right, right. So we just so if you buy our biggest unit, uh, the the RUR one ninety nine, you can get you can run four devices at the same time. So you could run two showers, the wash machine and the dishwasher, or you could take three showers at the same time. So about four devices mm-hmm. at a time, and that right there, you know, covers the majority of the houses. Now, when you get into a big house like this house in Paradise Valley. With two dishwashers in the kitchen, a dishwasher downstairs. And yeah, 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 and, and multiple wash machines. Yeah, and, two wash um, machines, actually. And then a dishwasher out there. And No, that will be a separate system yes. out there in the guest house. It, right. So in those situations, we, we add up all of the demand. And uh, we, we will add up all of those things. We'll, we'll calculate the flow at their custom shower with their body sprays. And we'll calculate the flow at their... Uh, uh, Roman tub and, and all of that. And we'll come up with a number. Then, um, you know, the, the calculation we use is we, we take that big number 
and then we take 70% of that number because that's, a, that's what we use for the hot-cold split that we talked about a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And then we take half of that number because most people in the 11 bathrooms, they don't turn on 11 showers at the same time. Like, so, like he did and I did because we need to have the, the, for my license, I have to know functional flow. That's one of the rare occasions. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, you know, in normal usage. So that's how we size it up for your house. Uh, but we, we, we want to size it correctly because um, we, um, you can't really oversize it because, like I say, it modulates. So it's, you're only going to pay to heat the water that you're using. But if you make the mistake and you undersize a tankless water heater, um, we, uh, like I said earlier, we guarantee plus or minus two degrees. So we will sacrifice pressure at the, ex- at the, at the expense to keep the temperature constant. Okay. Because if you're in the shower, we feel like it'd be better if your pressure dropped a little bit rather than goes cold on you. <laughs> and so you get the scream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so that's why if you undersize a tankless water heater, you see your pressure decrease because we're maintaining a constant flow. So that's the negative. And so that's why it's important that you have a licensed contractor who understands Renai, come out and size it up and get you the right unit for your application. Boy, that's a world difference from when I was in the Air Force. You had to run to the shower first because it does run out of hot water, even though you've got a boiler downstairs. <laughs> the cold water days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> running out of hot water is um, it's so critical to not let that happen, and it's such an inconvenience uh, when you do. I, in my house, I had four teenagers, and we had a tank-type Ooh. water heater, And if you weren't the first one or two, you know, luckily I go to work pretty early in the morning, so the mornings weren't a problem. But on the weekends, the first two people got a nice shower. And and just things that people don't realize. Uh, If you drain your tank and then uh, by taking a shower and then you're washing dishes or you're washing clothes, you're a lot of times you're washing in cold water and you don't even realize it because your tank type water heater has run out of hot water. That's right. That's amazing. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up with uh, Marty and Tony and uh, everything that we've taught you about tankless hot water heaters to help you make an educated decision. Is this the time to be able to do it? Um, I think so. So don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. If you're doing a kitchen, bathroom remodel, or room additions, it's time to call a professional. 623-580-0901. Or imagehomeimprovement.com. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live.
All right, we are back, and you're tuned into Image Home Improvement Live right here. And, you know, this is such an interesting discussion because I think, uh, again, it, it, Dan, it falls into what I always talk about all the time about homeowners taking ownership of what goes on in your home, how well their home functions as well. That's why I said, you know, you think about it, um, do you want your home to work better? Do you want to you do something that's important to be able to make your, your home more 21st century efficient? And I think, Tony, that's probably the, the, one of the main things that I'm sure when you sit down to do a consultation with somebody and they're like thinking, okay, well, I'm thinking about hot water he- heating system. Um, you know, tell me some pros and cons and, you know, why I should do this and why it would be good for me. I think it's the energy savings right off the bat, space savings, and endless hot water. And it's a really good investment to go tankless. It's, it's, it's and, the- and here's one of the good common sense things that I've seen with a lot of Phoenix older homes where the tank is in the middle of the house. Go tankless, eliminate the mold. <laughs> I mean, I said the bad four-letter oh, word. Oh, that ugly four-letter word, Dan. <laughs> yeah. We avoid mold because you don't have all that water sitting around waiting to leak. Get rid of the yeah. tank. You know, save all that yeah. space. Make another linen, linen closet. Have yeah. have rooms for the brooms. Your vacuum cleaner. Yeah, I mean that's so important. But you know, so well, you know, just going, just doubling back on something we talked about in, in, in an earlier segment. Okay, so we talked about the way it functions. You need to ha- your best thing to do is the best units. Are gas units okay? What's the percentage of gas units versus electric units in the country? Do you know? Yeah, I don't know. If you look at at sales across the country, it's about fifty. It's about half, about half? electric to gas okay. across. Um, you know, here in the valley, uh, we have a lot of pockets. Um, in the late eighties, early nineties, there was kind of a moratorium on gas, mm-hmm. and so we have a lot of subdivisions that do not have gas in them. So like in my house, I lived up in North Phoenix, and there was three or 400 homes in my subdivision. None of them had gas. But what I did is I worked with a local propane company, and they came out and they set a propane tank next to my house that um, the biggest one I could do um, without getting a permit, without put, burying it and doing all of this stuff, and put a regulator on it. Now I had gas on my property. So now not only did I put in a Renai tankless water heater, I put in a Renai fireplace, I hooked it up to my barbecue, I hooked it up to my... Fire pit. There you go. Marty, so I yeah. had gas on the property. What are you running? Yeah. 250 gallon tank? No, the one that I put it in there, I think it was just a 75 gallon tank. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you're burning propane, especially to heat water, you're using about a gallon of propane an hour if you're running at 100,000 BTUs. So uh, a 75 gallon tank is, you know, about 75 hours of, uh, of, of use. And, you use it about an hour a day. I mean, that's four, you know, 15-minute showers. Right. And so um, it, it just makes a lot more sense to, to use gas than it does to do electric. Yeah. Now, if you have electric, I would stick with a good electric water heater and maybe put, like, a recirculating pump on it. So yeah. that, would be, that would be obviously to keep your – yeah, because that's what I had on, on mine at uh, my custom house I built a few years ago because – I wanted to be able to try and have, you know, hot water at all stations as fast as possible. And sometimes because of sometimes because of the length of the run, 
sometimes that one at the end suffers. So, Steve, what did you do? Did you put the like a, a comfort pump with a little manifold at the furthest fixture? Is that what you did? No, they put the they put the um, the dedicated return. Oh, yeah, dedicated. Yeah, exactly. Right, and they put the unit, um, the regulator, right on, on the hot water heater. So they, we did that, and that seemed that seemed to help. It wasn't perfect, it wasn't perfect, but it was it was better. But then we wound up getting into a situation later on where um, I had to put. Um, what did we say the other day? My brain is my brain is lo- I'm losing it, Dan. Um, <laughs> we had to put the um, to- <laughs> the expansion tank oh, on yeah. top of the unit because th- we had issues with the hot water heater, and then all of a sudden, I they tell me, well, this is. This is something that you know is put on a, on many app you know many installations now because they're requiring it and you know cost me a couple of hundred bucks or something like that and I had the tank put on it solved the problem and you know away we went and it had the room but you know again it's it's you're 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 doing work to a, uh, an older system that do you want to keep doing work on an older system and you know changing that hot water heater every you know, four or five years maybe, you know, because I think all the ones that I've ever had since I've lived here, on average, they last about four or five years. I think one of the things just to kind of keep in mind as it relates to hot water, we all know how important it is in your house to have hot water. And uh, to there, there are several different steps that you can go through. So, um, you know, the first thing is to just go look at your water heater. A lot of people don't even know what they have or they don't know how old it is. They just know the day that they turn it on and it doesn't work or they come home and their feet are wet because it has flooded their house. So, you know, there's there's several different things that you can do on the road to put in a tankless water heater. First, just kind of be aware of what you have. Then um, then look at ways to make it more efficient. You're the way you heat water in your house uh, is one of the biggest um, energy users in your house, your AC unit, your pool pump. The next is probably your water heater as far as just energy wasters in your house. So it's important to look at it and, um, and then think about different things that you can do. Like if you're waiting a long time to get hot water. The average household, if you don't have hot water research, is you waste 12,000 gallons a year of water. When you get up in the morning and you turn your shower on and then you go downstairs and make coffee and then when you come back upstairs, it's finally hot. You, over the course of the year, you're going to waste about 12,000 gallons. Yeah, you might as well have a swim pool. Well, yeah, and not to mention, yeah, not to mention, you know, you, the, the weight for the for the hot water. The but inconvenience. Then, yeah, the inconvenience plus all that money wasted down to, down the drain of, yeah. uh, of, all, of what your bill is going to, your water bill is going to be when it comes from the city. So it's it's a as it's, they call it, that's three units that just went down the drain. Yeah, because they bill you by units of water. Yeah, so it's it's bad. So these are things that you need to go back and think about. And you know, when you want to tighten up the systems at your house and say this is this is going to be a better system for me, and um, let's make the investment. Speaking of the investment, what's an average investment for like say a, an average residential home that's like two thousand square feet? Your investment's going to be right around three thousand dollars. Okay. Which in three years you'll see that money back with just the energy savings alone. Yeah. Well, that's important. And then that pump that we discussed earlier, you're not going to have to wait for that hot water at the furthest fixture. So there's so many benefits to the Renai water heaters. Yeah. 
That's right. That's true. Because um, you may think that's a price tag right now, but by the time you've replaced your fourth water heater, you're going to go, why didn't I do that five years ago? Now, now right. is, there any, is there any financing that you are aware of or that you work with so that people can take advantage of it so maybe that $3,000 is such a sticker shock? We offer financing, yes. But that's important. It's important. Um, just curious, is it? Uh, w- what's the term on that? Is it like twelve months, twenty-four months? Yeah, we offer you know? uh, different uh, financing just deals. Different. We we offer you know ninety days, same as cash. We offer okay. one year, same as cash. We offer uh, a um, you know an extended period of time, right. and so th- there's a lot of different financing yeah. options available. The the thing is, is a planned replacement is always more cost-effective than emergency replacement. Right. On, uh, you know, the day before Thanksgiving or ah, <laughs> on Christmas right. Day <laughs> yeah. is not the time. That's not you know, the time you wanted to do that. It, it, yeah. No. So it's always better if you plan ahead and use the different, uh, you know, financing options or, um, uh, or, or whatever you need to personally to, to do a planned yeah. replacement well, rather yeah, than an but, emergency well, replacement. Well, yeah, because obviously that's more thought can be given. You don't have to make a snap judgment, even though you'd, you'd be making the right judgment. But, you know, something that you feel comfortable with so that when you have Tony and his team come out to replace the unit, that you, you could be, you know, uh, confident in the fact that it's going to be done correctly, it's going to work right, and it's going to be awesome because now you're going to have hot water everywhere. And for our listeners... Uh Go out and check your water heater. Just, you know, get a flashlight. Look on top. Look at the nipples. Look at the bottom. See if it's got ages of that. You think it's going to start leaking. Uh, right. It's you got some white, crusty stuff the, on it at the, the connections. Well, it, give a call. It co- <laughs> yeah, right. White and crusty. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, a, key, that's a key indicator that yeah. uh, she's having something going on inside. Yeah, you know. And, a and smart you see some rust around the bottom yeah. edge. Okay. <laughs> So I have a, before we wrap up the show, I have one, one plumbing story I'll tell you real quick, which I think, Tony, you'll really appreciate. Okay, I mean, you know, you've gone online. You've seen all kinds of people doing all kinds of different things, including plumbing on YouTube, right? Absolutely. Okay, so. I love YouTube. Here's a guy, here's a guy who's going on, on YouTube to trying to show people how to change the elements in a hot water mm. heater. Uh-oh. Okay, which, oh, which no. is okay, except a hot water heater is under a staircase, <laughs> okay, so the guy disconnects everything and he starts to, he loosens up and he starts to pull the elements out through the top. Okay, well, guess what? He gets Thunk. it so far out, the stairs are in the way. So what does he do? He starts to bend the elements so that it curves out so he can get them out of the unit. And my, I'm just like, it's like you would do, like if you watch something on TV, you're screaming at that right. computer screen like, what is this guy, an idiot? How the hell is he going to get the new ones in straight if he has to bend the old ones to come out? So he takes the new ones after he starts putting them in. He starts bending them in, and they're going in. Now he gets it all the way down. So as he's starting to tighten them down to the, the unit, they start spinning in the unit, and you hear this clang, 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 <laughs> because yeah, the, yeah. The, was the rod's bent. And then he realizes what a stupid idiot he did. So he says, this is real. This is, shows you how bright some of these people are. The right thing to do is after he did that and realized that he made himself look stupid, to turn around and just don't even post it because yeah. it's going to make him look really stupid. So he turns around and he says, well, I, I, I can't even say it. It's so funny. I hope you learned something <laughs> by what I've shown you today. But wow. what we're going to do is we're going to take the and remove the hot water heater 
and get it out from under the staircase. So we can get to the elements. <laughs> so we could change the elements and put them in correctly. And that's what he posted. Now, I mean, is that, that that's that guy is not playing with a full deck. No. I'm sorry. And that's a that's a, that's one of those, you know, like what the hell were they thinking? It's time, plumber, to, time, to, call time, time, time to, to call a plumber. Time to call Tony. Call yes, the plumber. Absolutely. You, you know, speaking of that, uh, we get into a lot of places where the wife is so upset with the husband because he tries to do his own repair, and it ends up costing <laughs> yeah, double the money. Exactly. Oh, yeah. call the plumber. Like, that falls under the category of what we say on the show. My favorite saying <laughs> is a homeowner with tools could be a very dangerous thing. See it, we, so, see, we see it every day. Yeah. So, Tony... Um, Tell our listeners how they could contact you so they can have uh, you come over and take care of their plumbing needs. You can give us a call at Demigel Plumbing at 602-295-3476. Okay, and uh, all the information, Marty, that you have, um, that, can they contact you directly or should they call Tony? Um, they should call Tony. Um, we support the local contractors and we spend a lot of money training them and uh, investing into them, and um, they can go on the Renai website to get additional information. Um, but uh, really, it's it's be better to, for them to contact Tony okay. and um, um, and then do their research online. But we're, we're a resource here, uh, really, for the contractors to use. Well, Marty, thank you for coming to talk with us this morning in regards to the tankless water heaters, and uh, it's just the way the way to go. Yank the tank. Yeah, that's they say, right. Yank the tank. All right, that would make a great commercial, Dan. <laughs> yank the tank. I have to think about that one. And always call licensed contractors. Always, always, always. always. Yes. All right. Like we say, you know, and, and Robin would say, you know, because I kid her, don't have your landscaper do your plumbing. No, no, not at all. Because even a replaced valve at a certain house leaked yesterday. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> no kidding. The landscaper blew it. Well, <laughs> well, well, that house in PV we did, we, there was that cartridge, guys, uh, by the study. Uh, Bill went to turn it off, and it wouldn't turn off. That was because that valve, I guess the house sits vacant for so Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's how So here's another thing the uh, listeners can do, too, is uh, turn on faucets that you normally don't turn on. Don't let these faucets just sit dry. Run yeah, water. that's right. Run the water every Run the water. Even if it's like once, it's like an old beat up car, you got to go start it. And yeah. especially for our snowbirds, have yeah. somebody run the water in the house once in a, at least once or twice a month, right? Or turn exactly. the water off if you're going to leave. Drain it down, just like up in the mountains where I learned a lot of my plumbing. You know, you have to winterize yeah. your plumbing. So if that's you, right. If you're going to shut down your house in the summer, summarize it. Summarize it. All right, that sounds good, guys. Thanks so much for being here today. Thank you. All right. And we want to wish all of you a very good weekend this weekend as you, um, you know, for all of you out there who are DIY junkies, as they say, like to do it. Make sure you think about, I always say, think about what you're going to do to make sure that you have the experience and confidence to be able to do it without injuring yourself. And if you don't, make sure you call a professional. And no matter where you are, if you are in the sound of my voice, you could always call Image Home Improvement at 623-580-0901, and we'll take care of all your homeowner needs. And uh, I want everybody to just wish everybody a great weekend. We're going to have a great show next week. I want everybody to stay tuned. Thank you all for listening in. And remember, if you ever thought about not listening to this program, Resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you. Well, we're moving on now. We're moving on up to the-